Maybe it's a classic or maybe a flop. Has Katie seen it? She probably has not. She'll sit down and watch it if it's good or it's bad. Hey, have you seen this? No, Katie hasn't seen that. Hi, I'm Katie, and if I had a nickel for every time someone said to me, wait, you haven't seen this movie? Oh my god, you need to see this movie. I'd be very rich. So this is my podcast, where I finally watch those movies you all have told me I need to see, and I tell you what I think. All right, first order of business is spoilers are dead ahead. It's like I cast a spell of... Oh, you don't even know what movie we're talking about, so that doesn't even make sense right now. We're gonna watch The Craft! It's a movie about witches from the 90s, and I'm watching that for the first time ever. But keep in mind, spoilers are like a magic spell coming out of my wand, and they will be a part of this episode, so just be aware of that. But yes, we're watching The Craft. It is from 1996. It's rated R. This was the kind of movie that when I was growing up, I wanted to watch, but I was definitely not allowed to. When Buffy the Vampire Slayer was popular, I was not allowed to watch it, but... I would sneak it, just like I would sneak MTV. So if I could have had a way to sneak watching The Craft when I was a kid, I would have. But then all throughout adulthood, I apparently didn't watch The Craft. So here we are. This movie is listed as a horror slash fantasy. And I mean, I guess that seems right. Again, I know nothing about this movie. I know there's like a punk goth girl. She's got a big smile and she wears chokers. And I was like, ooh, she's spooky and scary and seems like a witch. But then there's like other popular looking girls from high school and they're walking down a hallway. I've seen a gif of the girls from the craft walking down a hallway looking all cool. And the only thing I can think about is, does this movie end poorly? Do they dabble in the Wiccan magics? And then all of a sudden, bam, they summon a devil. That's my, I'm throwing it out there right now. They're gonna do a ritual and summon the devil. So we're going to see if that's what happens in the craft. This movie is an hour and 45 minutes long. I don't know any, who's the, who are, who's in this? Who's a famous person in this? I think Nev Campbell might be in this. I think she's like a horror goddess. So that's awesome. I'm excited about that. I literally don't know anything about it. I feel like there was this trend of sexy 90 witches. Oh, sexy, I should rephrase that. Sexy witches from the 90s, not sexy 90 year old witches, but you know, either or it could, whatever works for you. I'm going to jump into The Craft. It got a 6.4 out of 10 on Internet Movie Database, a 55% on Rotten Tomatoes, and bam, 55% on Metacritic. Apparently, I don't know that we're ever going to get another Facebook review. I mean, maybe someday we'll come across one and just be like, ah, Facebook, you're back. Because so far, all the movies I've watched that have not had a Facebook review, I haven't liked. Even with those lower ratings on the other platforms, Google users, about 93% of you like this. So we're going to see. This is kind of all over the place. I'm not sure what to expect. I love me some magic. I love me some fantasy. I was a Sabrina the Teenage Witch stan. So if this is anything like that, I'm going to be very happy. Without further ado, it's time for me to fire up the old movie machine. And just like that, I've watched The Craft. Okay, let's talk about it. The opening, though, it is very exciting. There's lots of quick cuts. You're flying over the ocean, then you're in the sky, and there's names floating across the screen. I feel like movies nowadays don't have opening sequences like they used to. But I won't lie to you, I think I prefer just jumping into movies now versus, like, 
scenes of clouds with all the actors' names on them. However, didn't mind this. And also, I recognized a lot of names as they popped up on the screen. There was a lot of people in this that I knew. The Craft is a very interesting movie. We start right out the gate meeting this character named Sarah, who, for most of the movie, I wasn't sure if her name was Tara, but I can confirm it was Sarah. And the first thing I noticed about Sarah is the way that she clipped her hair back with these like big claw clips. And she used these clips to keep her hair back. And I was like, hey, that's a hairstyle I still use to this day. So I felt a little bit of 90s empowerment watching this because I still utilize that hairstyle. And uh, it was good to see it again. It was good to see it again because you don't really see it now. You, you just don't, except if you see me, you might see it because you'll see me. But it starts with Sarah. She moves to this new town and she's going to school for the first time. She moved to this big house with her dad and stepmom. It just jumps right into high school. It's a Catholic high school. We meet the ladies of the coven pretty quickly in this movie and the awful men that are in this movie as well. Breckin Meyer is in this. And Breckin Meyer is a comedian and actor that I grew up watching in movies such as Rat Race. And he was a little babby, a little baby in this movie. And it was kind of fun to see that. However, the scene that kind of starts this movie is they're in French class. And Breckin Meyer's character is literally saying some of the most awful things like, did I get laid this weekend? And why did the teacher not stop him? The teacher just kept talking in French. I'm like, is he not going to be disciplined? But this is where we see Sarah might have some innate witchy powers. And this is where Bonnie first sees that Sarah might have a little bit of fluency in magic or be a natural witch. We also meet this character named Chris, who is played by Skeet Ulrich. He played Billy from Scream. I have seen Scream. Everyone hold your applause. Scream is actually a very good horror movie that I thoroughly enjoy. And this is Billy, Billy from Scream. And I know Nev Campbell's in Scream as well, so it kind of felt like a mini Scream reunion, though I'm not sure which came first. Did the craft come first or did Scream? Well, I saved us all some time and Googled it. And it seems like, I don't know, Scream and The Craft came out the same year, so I'm not sure which month, but both 1996 movies. Don't know why Scream made the cut before The Craft, but Billy from Scream is in The Craft as well. He was kind of like the sexy guy in all of the scary movies, but he was also kind of a jerk. And he plays that character very well. So throughout this whole movie, I was like, I know him, I know her. Oh gosh, there's people everywhere. And it was a little bit of a grab bag of hide and seek of celebrities for me. And that made it fun to watch. Throughout this whole movie, we get to know these four ladies of the craft. There's Sarah, the one who moved. And then there's these three characters that already knew each other, Nancy, Bonnie, and Rochelle. And it follows their journey into becoming more magical. I guess that's the best way to put it. But one thing I noticed, there was a lot of smoking and drinking for these high school kids. I just felt like maybe it's because I'm getting older, but I was like, no, no, you all are getting too easily accessible cigarettes and alcohol. But I think that it portrayed high school very well. A fun fact about me is I was homeschooled from second grade through senior year of high school. So most of my knowledge of what high school was like was based on stories from what people told me and watching movies. And from what I saw in this movie seemed pretty spot on. I know there's always rumors that get spread around the school, like when, I want to call him Billy, his name's not Billy in this. When Chris spreads a rumor about Sarah that she was the lousiest lay he's ever had, even though they just had a fine night before, but because she wouldn't go home with him, 
he spread a rumor and it kind of sets off this group to bond together because Nancy apparently had a bad time with Chris at one point too. And essentially it just snowballs into chaos and dark magic, you know, just doing a basic spell on the people in your life and just hoping you get what you want, which includes Sarah placing a spell so that Chris will be madly in love with her. Guess what? It works. Nancy hoping that she won't be quote unquote white trash anymore, which ends up working by her step dad or whoever her mom was dating dies and leaves them a bunch of money. But he was also an awful man. One of the things about this movie was a lot of their situations at home and personally were really awful. Like Rochelle was a victim of racism. And so her spell was based on Christine Taylor, who is an actress I know, and she's a bunch of comedies like Dodgeball. But she was very young in this and kind of like the popular girl type. And she wished that all of her hair would fall out. And literally, it gave me such anxiety to watch this character's hair fall out because that's a fear of mine that I'm going to go bald. And watching this was like, no, no, please, God, no. But I was also like, she's an awful racist person, so she kind of deserves it. But you just watch these characters see how their spells are reacting in this world and how the consequences of those spells might not be worth it. Nev Campbell's character is Bonnie. She has horrible burns all over her body, which I don't, we never really found out why. Why did she have burns on her body? But she wished that she could be beautiful inside and out and her burns go away. So magic is real. We've established that. But what ends up happening is they all get a little bit too magic hungry and things get out of control really fast. The character who's losing her hair is literally bald. Nancy's stepdad dies. Chris becomes so obsessed with Sarah that he's like, please, please, please go on a date with me. And so she agrees to it. And then on this date, he takes her to the secluded top of a mountain. And she's like, aren't we supposed to be at a restaurant? And he starts getting too physical. And then he attempts to rape Sarah, which this is one thing about the craft. It was a lot darker than I thought it was going to be. In my head, I was like, Sabrina the Teenage Witch is essentially what the craft is. They are not equal. This is like if Sabrina the Teenage Witch was on steroids and dabbled in the dark magics. However, I think there's a new Netflix show that kind of does that. But I feel like for the 90s, this was very like edgy and taken on issues. And I didn't expect that because in my head, I was like, magic is fun. There can't be any big issues with magic. Oh, but I was wrong. So essentially, the magic goes too far. The girls start arguing with each other. Nancy asks for Melon, who I believe is their demon god or a god that gives them magic. They do like this big beach spell and Nancy gets struck by lightning and then she can walk on water and uh, also killed a bunch of sharks that washed up on shore. But she gets kind of like maniacal and uses her power for not good. So after finding out what Chris did, she went and pretended to be Sarah and then got angry at Chris and guess who dies? If you guess Chris, you guess correctly. So now Sarah's like, I want out. People are dying. I don't like this. And then the coven turns on Sarah. So Sarah is the ultimate good in this. Nancy is, I would say, chaotic evil. And then there's Bonnie and Rochelle, who I think are more neutral. Because clearly I need to put everything in D&D terms. That's something that people do, right? If you didn't know, I also play D&D and tabletop sometimes. You may do with that what you will. And at the end, it's kind of a tug of war between Sarah and Nancy. I thought that this movie had a really interesting commentary. There we go. So many people have said, you haven't seen The Craft? Because it's this big, iconic 90s witch movie. 
I see gifts of it all the time. People talk about it all the time. I will say Nancy's makeup is iconic from it. I want those vibes. Also, the actress who plays Nancy also is in The Waterboy, and that made me very happy. It shows this dynamic of when you move to a new place and you're trying to find your spot in the world and how this group comes together and supports each other, but bond over this, this one thing, which happens to be witchcraft. There's a point where they all do this kind of ceremony in the woods and they drink each other's blood, which is pretty disgusting, but it symbolizes that they are together and they're in this together. And it shows the deterioration of what ultimately can happen with friendships or what things happen in our lives and how people become so distressed when loyalty is at stake or what people are willing to compromise to get what they want. And I think that that was all hidden in this package of, ooh, magic, because there's cool scenes. And I thought the effects in this movie were pretty cool, like the light as a feather, stiff as a board. The CGI was actually decent in this, and some of the practical effects were really, really good. And I think I went in with such low expectations or thinking like, hey, it's going to be something completely different than what it actually was that I actually really enjoyed this movie. So thank you all for making me watch this. I think it's worth at least one watch. I think it's worth the ride. I think it encapsulates this ideal that we have at this specific age. Like when you're in high school and you're full of hope and you're so much more passionate about things, not to say that as you get older, you're not as passionate about things, but I'm older and I'm not as passionate about things. I feel like there's things that you believe so hard in when you're younger that you kind of create your own magic. And the craft showed that these girls believe so deeply in this magic. And I think it was more than the magic. It was this group that held them together and made them survive. And then when anything ultimately gets out of control, the group gets a little out of control. Each girl had such a different struggle to go through. Sarah lost her mother because her mother died giving birth to her. And she had tried to commit suicide at one point. And Rochelle is dealing with racism at her high school. Bonnie has to deal with being made fun of and the insecurities of having these burns. And Nancy seems very much to come from a very abusive and neglectful environment. And so I can see why they would all want to believe in something that could make them better and make their world better. And that just happened to be magic. And it also shows that with anything, things can get out of control. I think the deeper meaning in this movie is that there are so many things in our lives we want to control that we just can't. And these characters in this movie tried utilizing magic to control these things that made them unhappy or made them feel powerless. But even when they achieved those things, it wasn't enough. It changed them. It made them wanting more. And I think that goes to show in life that no matter how much you do, no matter how much you obtain, no, how, no matter how much you pour yourself into things, it will never feel like enough. And I think that this is a good reminder to go, maybe a very dramatic reminder, because people died and sharks too. Let's not forget this. That beach had hammerheads. I'm pretty sure there was a great white and Nancy was just screaming about, this is my gift. And I'm like, no, Nancy, you killed some endangered species. But I digress that no matter how much you get or how much you achieve, that it's not ever going to feel like enough and that we should all give ourselves a little bit more of a break. And in a weird way, this movie's kind of like a warning, like, hey, the grass is always greener. And sometimes you just got to make the best of a situation. Sometimes you just got to deal with awful things. And not to say that they all didn't deserve something better, but that it can show that it can quickly 
get out of hand. So here's the thing, I liked it. I liked the craft. I think the inner part of me that loves Sabrina the Teenage Witch came out in full force. I was like, I'm here for this, there's magic. There are ladies hanging out, having sleepovers. And when I was a girl, when I was a young wee lass, I really wanted magic to be real. And I'm not, not gonna say magic's not real, cause you know what, it might be. But I wanted the kind of magic that's in Harry Potter and Sabrina, where you wave your wand or you say a couple words and you flick your finger and you have toast or world peace. I think with movies like this, it was already maybe a little bit of a slam dunk because it dives into that realm, but I actually really like the commentary that they did with it. And I'm noticing with this podcast is that if it's a movie I enjoy, I find it's a lot easier to talk about than a movie that I don't like. I just feel like I inherently have a little bit more of an onion to peel away, if you will, or a story to unwrap from it. And so I'm hoping there will be a lot more movies like this that I like. I'm actually really curious. If you've seen The Craft, like tweet at me or come to my Twitch channel and tell me what you thought of this movie because I really dug deep into this and I'm curious if you think I went too deep or if you think it's kind of close to what I said. I have to give this a rating, obviously. I am going to give it a 7.5 chokers out of 10. And before you're like, what is a choker? It's a 90s style necklace. Please Google it. It's nothing like choking. It's a choker. It's a piece of jewelry. If you look it up, you'll know I'm a fan of them. I wear them all the time, but also they were very popular in the 90s. And so I feel like it's appropriate. I'm giving it a 7.5 because there is obviously some things in the movie that are a little goofy. But overall, I really liked this. I feel like this is one of the few movies I've watched so far in my journey of Katie hasn't seen that, that I was actually like enthralled in. I felt wrapped up in it and I was eagerly anticipating what happened next. So there you go. I watched the craft. Are you all happy? Everyone who's told me, hey, watch the craft. I've watched it now. Thank you for making me watch it. Check that one off the list and on to the next one. Thank you all for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I look forward to the next movie. Let's hope it's a good one. And I will chat with you all next time. Oh, and before I go, I will say there was kind of a demon summoning ritual that happened. I'm just going to sneak that in there before I go. Okay, bye. If you want to hang out with me more, or if you just want to yell at me for my thoughts on a specific movie, I stream over on Twitch at www.twitch.tv slash katiepetersplays. Also, feel free to follow and chat with me on Twitter at PlayKatiePlay and on Instagram at katiepetersplays. Music written and performed by Mark Can Do It. Katie Hasn't Seen That is a part of the Geek Generation Network. Until next time, keep your popcorn warm for me.